0: Hello and welcome to the 1905
1: podcast. Hi, everybody. Um, Ash here. Tonight I'm joined around the microphones by Ricky. Hello, mate. Hi, everyone. Hello, mate. You good? I'm not too bad. Thank you, mate. Not too bad. Thank you. And also, Tracy, aka LMC, how are you doing?
0: I am very well. How are you?
1: Yeah, okay. All would... things considered.
0: All things considered. Can I just, before you start, um, we, we oh. said after the Alfonso Davies thing on the last pod with Jordan <laughs> that he had an eight pod ban and that Rick was going to terminate his 1905 contract if he had to appear with Jordan again. So, Jordan is gone. <laughs> good, good. It's what he
2: deserves after that ridiculous comment.
0: <laughs> he's going to love it. He's actually gone for a meal, but uh, it was by default he's not here. But <laughs> we might actually eight pod ban him. That would be brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh right. So in a week, in a week that saw the development squad with Peter checking goal come from two down to beat Spurs and go top of the league. Chelsea women advanced The last 16 Of the Champions League With an aggregate 8-0 win Over Benfica We had to deal with Two losses in a row Not ideal Not ideal There's good things Happening at the club Lone army They're all scoring goals There's some really Good performances Connor Gallagher's Looking really good Um, But we're going to Focus on the the first team For now Um, Shame (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's so and this is there's so many positives. I kind of think I want an pod band now. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's so many positives around our club at the moment. So my first message, and I think our first message to everybody is, don't fucking panic. We're Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah. but there has been a quite a nice reaction to some pretty awful reactions online. Um, so I just wanted to extend our thanks to the people that have been engaging on twitter and, and almost trying to start a new movement like a very positive side to chelsea twitter um, it feels like it feels like a step in the right direction i think um,
0: yeah it's been it's been on, sli- Trace. it's been slightly hideous and um, our, my annoyance after the game was how many good good accounts on uh, twitter that i actually really like were just deciding that that, that enough's enough and you know they've decided to go and have a break but because it just the abuse and just the stupidness just continues so it was really good to see yesterday a really lovely sort of bounce back from what i'm calling proper chills. if you don't like that i'm sorry that's tough um who who want who want to engage and don't want to just focus on all these negatives. You know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, two losses. It, it, anyone who thinks that Chelsea were going to go the entire season without losing, and this is what I said on my tweet, needs to give their red a wobble. Because, you know, everybody, everybody is drop, dropping a clanger at somewhere. And, you know, I just... Yeah, I'm happy that We Are The Shed decided they were going to do their uh, let's actually have a decent list of people now uh, so that, you know, yeah. good fans can find other good fans because yeah. yeah, I think it's just time to block and move on from all of these idiots. The minute you don't give them any air is the minute they just decide to pack it in.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's it. So... Um, we're not going to mull over all of the, the stats from the Wolves game. Um, oh, that's good. I think
2: it's
1: fair to say we, um, we had a fair bit of possession. Um, from my perspective, we just weren't incisive enough. We weren't creative enough. And as we've all said in various different ways, we just looked a little jaded. So I know it's a very, very open question, but Rick... Why do you think that is? Why do I think we look jaded? Hmm. Yeah. Um.
2: I wouldn't. Luke. <laughs> I, would... <laughs> I thought I better start as I mean to go on. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: It's a lot of puffing and puffing going on over there. <laughs> um. I
2: wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I really think that we look massively jaded if i'm being honest i agree with the incisive part um i just think we've just had two shitty performances back to back um i don't think with the players that we have available i don't necessarily think the formation's been ideal and the team selection has been spot on um, and I think that has led to two shitty performances. But again, I think the players have got to do a bit better. You know, somebody made a very good point. If a player's playing out of position, still doesn't stop from being able to control the ball and and uh, pick out a teammate for a pass. Yeah. yeah. and Too many of them haven't been doing the fundamentals in the last couple of games. Um. I just think probably having a break until Monday um, is probably the best thing. Hopefully, Ziyech or or Hudson-Odoi or both will be fit by the time for Monday. I don't know. I've got no idea on the timeline to their injuries, if I'm being honest.
0: Well, I know that Frank did say they were going to be uh, returning to training this week, but I think he said he thought it was going to be a bit of a stretch to have them ready for Monday. I'm I'm hoping that's just him hold, hold, you know, keeping his cards close to his chest and not giving everything away for uh more so for don't to utilise.
2: See Timo Werner right wing again, which wasn't
1: pleasant.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll come. We'll come on to that, Tracy. Yeah. What What do you think about? What what do- you <sighs>
0: Well, I think when we did the last pods and we were we were talking about the Everton game, I think gen- genuinely on the whole, me, Rick and Jordan all just thought it was a really just a bad day at the office. Everyone decided yeah. to have an off day all at the same time. <coughs> and it was kind of, that was our hope that it was kind of done. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it was still there were so many similarities in the performance from Everton to the Wolves game. And... I can't help but think that um, the lack of rotation is now weighing on, the, on them. And I think that, you know, it looked laboured, it looked leggy, it doesn't. It didn't flow, it didn't, you know, like Rick said, you know, some of them couldn't even control a ball. And I don't know whether that just now, it, we're at a point where, you know, things do have to change. The fact that we had wingers out and... We could have seen a different formation, and we could have shored it up a little bit, and had players playing in in at least their preferred position. Because then we couldn't turn around and say, "Well, maybe it's because they're out of position, and you know they're not enjoying that role, and they're not." Uh, you know, I think we need to we needed to see something very different against Wolves. Um, I, I, and the same as what I think we said for the Everton game was it was for the sake of keeping 4 four three three. We don't mm-hmm. need to do that. Really? Square
1: pegs and round holes.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I just, again, it just, you know, lots of people off the pace, lots of people off the ball. Mm. Don't really know, as uh, Rick said, about the swap between Poley and Verna. We'll come on to that by the looks of it. But yeah. I think that made a, a, a worse difference, if you want me to be honest. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, one, thing, one interesting thing you said there was about, you know, the lack of rotation. Um, and just to dig into that a little bit more, I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't got all of the stats to back it up, but over the second half of the Everton game, so the, the second half of the Everton game, the first half of the Wolves game was that was 90 minutes. We didn't have one single shot on target. Mm-hmm. So you know that that's that's pretty damning. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in terms of our turnovers, um, I think we we made fewer turnovers in the final two thirds of the pitch. Um, than we have done in previous games in terms of an average, so we're not closing down from the midfield free, the forward free as well. And I don't know whether that's is it because Giroud's there. You know, Tammy's a bit more better at closing down. Is it because Giroud's there? Is it because Mason Mount's been overplayed to the you know so far this season already? Um, you touched on that, Trace. Rick, what do you think about that? Like lack of rotation. Do you think that's eating away at the one of the real positives of this season to start with, which was our high press. Um, I don't,
2: I wouldn't necessarily say I buy into that if I'm being honest. Um, I don't think, I don't think we really played, you know, I've seen people saying it was the worst performance in years against Wolves. I saw one person tweet and I couldn't believe that. I thought we looked in control. Um... In the first half, I didn't think we looked at any threat <laughs> yeah, at all half. in the first half. And then as soon as we scored, I thought, oh, this is going to be... We're going to be fine now. But they... Like, as soon as they equalised,
1: it just... The whole game just changed. Um, yeah, as a reminder, mate, we was, didn't have a shot on target in that first half, though. You know, we weren't making the possession you No,
2: know, and that goes back to a very good point that you made about the incisive passing. Um that was a very good point. We didn't, we were kind of, the in the first half, we were well in ourselves. Like there was no incisive passing. Um, there was no oomph to go and get the goal. And the one time that we did show a bit of oomph is when we scored. Mm. Um, it's just frustrating. I don't think we pressed well enough. No, in answer to your question, I don't think that we pressed well enough. <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily buy into that's a direct uh, result of a lack of squad rotation. Um, I think it's more a necessity because unless he's, he seems very reluctant to change the formation at the moment. So if he's going to be playing 4-3-3 free free every game, with the players he's got available, there's not a lot of rotation you can really do, if I'm being honest, unless you're going to play players out of position again.
0: Well, um, I think my, the only thing I think is that, um, you know, when we've been winning games, he's had a chance to sort of take players off. And he he, very, he does like a like-for-like like sub, doesn't he, at most mm-hmm. times? And yep. I just think the fact that the, the way that obviously we've had to start the season and it's been bam, 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 you know, it's, it was, you know, the league, then the league cup, then everyone, you know, before the season, uh, the season even started, everyone was on bloody international. There literally has been... It's been relentless. And this is the longest period we are now going without having to play a game. And Mm. I think, like you said, Rick, earlier, I think that the the amount of time between these games is an absolute blessing because I do think they need it. But I also do think when you've got players like Billy Gilmore on the bench and... um, Kovacic and I think that that you could be doing something to save the legs of somebody at some time. And he has only been using two subs as opposed to his three. Um, I just think that there is, you know, with the games coming like they are, and the way the season started late, and we've had to cram in the Champions League into normal time, and you know, like you know, having a game every week for Champions League that's not normal. You know, it used to be every two weeks, so that's the thing where I'm saying where I think, you know, rotation and maybe a bit of man management needed to be heightened because,
1: because Mm. of that reason, really. Yeah. Well, we, I think I saw today that from this coming weekend onwards, so our our game against West Ham, which is on the Monday, um, we're allowed to name nine subs on the bench Mm. instead of the seven. Um, So that might give us a little bit more flexibility if if we're using all the subs we're allowed. Um, So we've, we've sort of touched on, the square peg round hole scenario, the formation. Um, So one person who may may not be suffering as a direct result of that and there is plenty of conversation and debate about it on Twitter um, is Timo Werner. Um, Just to run some stats by you, Timo Werner came to us having played 207 matches at centre-forward. This season, he's played six at centre-forward. He's played... Left wing 54 times in his career. 13 of those have been at Chelsea. Um, so, you know, we, we, Leipzig played him at left attacking, left wing or left centre attacker. Um, they played him there nine times. So we've already surpassed that. Mm,
0: that's actually mad. It, it,
1: that's mad. Yeah. Is, that, is that affecting his game? Yeah, absolutely. Do we, do we need to see him through the middle?
2: Yeah, hundred. You're not going to see the best out of him until you see him in the middle. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. No way you're going to see the best of him. He's going to. There'll be certain games that will be that he will be able to impact from the left. Um, but more often than not, he's going to look like a lost soul, as he has done in the last two games. And he definitely can't play on the right. I think we know that now. Mm. Um, it was just like, well, him and obviously the Havertz situation as well. At times it was, and I'm not having a go at either of them, it was bordering on having nine men at points. Because um, yeah. they were both just so ineffective, especially at Wolves. Yeah, um, yeah it was yeah, just frustrating. And you're not going to... He's... Um, I've seen people call him a flop already. Oh,
0: fuck off. No. Yeah, that's
2: because he's wearing a Chelsea shirt. When he's played through the middle, he's looked good when he's played through the middle. He's scored goals when he's played through the middle. He's not, he's not going to score as many goals from the left. He's not going to play as well. He's a striker. That's what we bought him for. It's, it's a needs must at the moment. He's having to play on the left. And he's fine to play on the left for some games... But you can't judge a player until they're played in their best position. And that's going to be a while, I think, until he's going to be
1: able to play through the middle.
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh,
1: sorry, Trace, go on.
0: No, I was just going to say, I think uh, I think anyone who wants to call him a flop at this point is, is ridiculous. <laughs> not, not only is it just the fact that he's obviously being played out of his, or out of his preferred position, that's what I'm going to say. I think he's still does a job, not on the right, but he does a job on the left and he, has a job he works on the hard. Left, yeah. yeah. But I think um yeah, until until you've actually got the man in the position and we've got everything set up like it needs to be, I'm not judging him. And I think we've said before as well, with regards regards to him and Kai, um I'm not too quick to judge either of them anyway. It, it's the, the first time they're in the league. Obviously, Kai's had his own issues, health issues and and all that. And I think with Timo, he's still working hard. I think he is absolutely proving that he can be a Premier League player. Um, and I don't have an issue with, the, with him and, and what he's been doing so far because I still feel like he's doing what's been asked of him. Not
1: on the right. <laughs> yeah, but, definitely not on the right. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> so Glenn, Glenn Maney um, uh, is someone we've interacted with on Twitter in the past 24 hours. He's got a video on YouTube where he um, he he takes an analogy about someone who makes hammers um, in Europe and then they move to a different country and they are having to do it in a different way, in a different factory with different equipment. It's going to take time. They're not going to make the best hammer straight away. And I think that just backs up what you've just said, Trace. Like it's... It's, it's going to take time, and people need to be more patient with them. Um, I think with with Werner, from the stats that we've seen, I think we may be misusing him a little bit. Um, his game, if you look at his average heat maps from Leipzig compared to Chelsea, he's playing centre forward, but he does drift out left. But he does that to create space. He does that to take centre backs with him because they will mark him. Yeah. Um, but he's not he's not doing that at the moment. He's just you know the the right backs tucking in against him. Um, so you both mentioned. Werner on the right. Now, is this so? Here's one for you. Um, we've seen Werner on the right, and in the game before, we we're chasing the game at Everton, and we saw Tammy brought on and put wide left. Now, both of those things are completely ineffective. Um, I think we can all agree. Neither really did anything. Now, I'd like to think Frank Lampard is trying things, but he's suffering from injuries and maybe a little bit of depth when it comes to wingers. Is that a fair assessment? Do you have any different opinion, Trace?
0: No, I think, I think, I think Frank is, uh, you know, as much as we're learning as a brand new squad, I mean, Frank is still learning. He's two and a half seasons in management in total. And no one was you know, complaining for the 17 games that we went unbeaten. And I think that's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think, you know, everyone was like, oh, yeah. wow, well, shit, wasn't even expecting this. So I'm still not expecting to win the league. I'm still not expecting to win the Champions League. I think that we could win the FA Cup. That's my general feeling. And I think, you know, we should be top four. But anyone who thinks that, you know, based on the unbeaten run is that we should all of a sudden be absolute world beaters. And, you know, especially with injuries, everybody is learning. We're making do with the situation that we've got, with the players that we've got. And I just, I can't help thinking that, you know, it's, it is a bit too reactionary to then start criticising everything when you know it is a needs must situation. Hopefully, we'll have CS back soon. Hopefully, we'll have Callum back soon, and then we'll see a little bit more, a bit more stability. But at the minute, we can't do that because we don't have any wingers apart from privacy. He's only just come yeah, back. The, he's yeah. only just come back, yeah.
1: and and he's, there's there's a concern he's made of glass. But Rick, mm. do you think? It... Is it tactical naivety from Lampard to be trying Werner on both flanks, to be putting Tammy on the left when we're chasing the game? Or is it just the injuries?
2: I think it's the injuries. And I think it's just him attempting to try something and just seeing if it works. He's trying things. And the thing is, he's tried it and it hasn't worked. If he didn't try it, people would be jumping down his throat that he hasn't
1: tried it. Yeah. So damned if you do, damned if you don't.
0: He t- and, and if he tried, tried something. Yeah, and if he tried it and it did work, no one would be complaining.
2: No, exactly. No, exactly. exactly. And the thing the thing that we have to remember as a fan base, especially some people, um, mm. is the <laughs> We need to be realistic. We were, what, 33 points off Liverpool last year? On what... I don't know of any team in... I can't think of any league that from one season on to the next season who has shut down a 33-point gap in the space of one season. It just... In my lifetime, I can't think of any league in the world that's happened in. No. Um, regardless of what money you've spent. Look at the f- first year that Abramovich come in. Look at the money that we spent, especially the yeah. time it was then. It was it a was, it was awful lot of money. And that still didn't get us the league in Ranieri's first season. It got us better. It was second, but it still didn't get us to win the league. Mm. It takes time. It takes time. Mm. And... Football's about to, the whole point of football is you spend what you have in order to improve your team, but when you buy money, it's not an instant fix. It has to be the right manager who can mould it all together and work with what he's got, and that's what Frank's doing. And he exceeded, in my opinion, he exceeded expectations last year. And, oh yeah, and I
0: think I think it's a downfall of his own, like. Like the success, success from, last, really. yeah, from last season. I agree. And
2: if we, and I think we need to be realistic and stop looking at what Liverpool are doing. <laughs> yeah. If we do finish above Liverpool, then fucking amazing. I'm not saying it's impossible; it could happen, but it's highly unlikely that we're gonna shut a thirty-three point gap from last season and mm-hmm. finish above the reigning champions. But we like, have four seasons to, to do it course. as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. They've had four but seasons. we should be
2: looking at who's fourth in the league and thinking, right, we're actually only two points off fourth place, so it's not That's really it. that bad. We're only six off the of top,
1: Yeah, we're the six off the top.
2: top. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It, and it's things so, as we've seen, things so over the top. Easy. But to answer your question, um, it's a bit of what he's got available. I don't think it's tactical naivety at all, if I'm being honest. I think because one one other thing we have to remember as well is is that they've barely had a pre-season and that's normally the time that you work on tactics and formations. Mm -hmm. So the only time they have available in order to try something new and see if it works is during games.
0: Exactly, in-game,
2: yeah. Something might work in a training match, but that don't mean it's going to work in a game. So he's got to try things in the game. Otherwise, how... How is he going to know what the capabilities of his squads are unless he tries something? Yeah. It's, it's impossible. It's trial and error this season because we don't have a pre-season. So he's got to continually try things for the whole season. And some things know. are going to work, some things are not going to work. That's and how we, it is.
0: And we do know as well, he wouldn't be doing these things if he had players for those positions.
2: So he's no, <laughs> if he had Ziyech and Hudson-Odoi were fit, it would have been one of them on the right, it would have been Pulisic on the left, and more likely it would have been Werner through the middle. Yeah. But yeah. I think in some respects he probably wasn't anticipating Olivia Giroud to score every time he plays at the minute as well. So he probably wouldn't even be playing if he hadn't scored four against Seville and scored against Leeds, and now scored yeah. again. It's difficult to drop him at the moment. Mm. The only thing you could argue is, because he's playing so well, is he accommodating Werner into the team? because he doesn't want to drop Werner. But my argument to that would be, who else are you going to play? Who else is there? If you're going yeah. to play 4 three,
1: three, who else can you play? There isn't anyone at the minute. No. This is it, yeah. And in, you know, in the same vein of you saying that, you know, we didn't have a pre-season. Um, I think we've, we've only had our... What we, I mean, we can all pretty much agree what Frank would consider our first 11. Pretty sure we've only had our first 11 for about 33% available to start for about 33% of the matches that we played. So we haven't even been able to play our strongest eleven when we felt it was the strongest eleven. You know, Um, I guess just to finish that up on that little section on Frank Lampard, up we're talking about the injuries and him not being able to play the front three that maybe we need. Um, Isn't it fucking refreshing that he just doesn't come out in interviews and moan about having injuries? He just deals with it, and I fucking love that. I absolutely love that. I agree. He speaks so high, so intelligently and eloquently and it's just I just love having Frank Lampard at the club yeah, so no, just I wanted so. to big up Frank Lampard a little bit really
2: the thing is as well that you have to remember is and it says a lot about the man as well is that he's recognized a hole in his own coaching and he's got Anthony Barry in to help yeah and he's obviously made a difference. I've touched on it in a previous pod, so I won't go down an Anthony Barry rabbit hole or anything. (laughs) But but it has, you you, you know, he's not afraid to look at his own faults and where he lacks and where his coaching staff might lack. And he's seen the hole and he's brought somebody in and filled that hole. And it has helped. It has helped. If you take away the last two games, it had fucking definitely helped. Well, even in the last
1: two games our defensive and attacking set pieces is, it's transformed. Mm.
2: We're not really conceding goals from set pieces now, are we? Really? No. Uh, well, it's a hell of a lot less than it was anyway. And we're even scoring yeah. from set pieces as well, which yeah. I don't remember us doing a lot of last season. So.
0: No, yeah. that was one of my thoughts, I think.
1: Mm. So, um, I'd like to ask you both a question now. Uh-oh. Ask away, my friend. Ask away. <laughs> Starting with you, Trace. <laughs> wow. well rick i thought you fell off your chair a minute ago did.
2: no i did that's why i had to walk out here i did fall off my chair <laughs>
0: that donkey went and ate um... his wi-fi again
2: <laughs> i'm literally sitting right next to the router now i'm right next to it
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> good lads uh so tracy all right you first um Give me a positive. What positives? Give me and give the listeners a positive to take from the Wolves game. Why couldn't I get this question? Um, no, Rick, you're, you've got time to think. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got an answer, Rick, straight away, then give Tracy time to think. I've got one. Go on in, mate.
2: But no, I'm not taking the heat off her. Now she's been asked, she can go. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, good. <on> <laughs>
1: It's like musical chairs.
0: Okay, but. so okay, so da-da,
1: da-da, so, da-da, da-da. so the
0: positive from the <laughs> Wolves game for me was that I drank so many beers after I don't remember it. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Good positive. Good
1: positive. No, I'm joking. I'm in
0: a No, she's me. not listening. not joking. I'm actually not. It. I, it's just <laughs> no, <definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. If you want me to be honest, I'm looking at Everton and thinking, okay, we didn't perform very well. We, yep. we lost by one goal, right? We did lose one nil, didn't we?
1: Yeah.
0: I yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually had a brain freeze Then thought, did we? And then you obviously... got some penalty. You, wasn't
2: drunk. And
0: <laughs> same with Wolves. With we're still not performing to the best of our ability. We're playing players out of position. And we're not like being embarrassed. It's not like a, you know, a, a loss to Southampton last season or you know when they weren't playing like they are this
1: season United think, losing 6-1 at home this season
0: it's a, and I think that there is still going to be so many random results so, for all teams I mean yeah. you know we've seen some Crazy things already this season. It's nothing is set in stone. You, no, no game is a given. And yes, okay, it's not ideal to lose them, but the positives are is that we're not being thumped. We're still managing a game enough. Where and actually the reason we lost was because we were going for a winner.
1: So do you think? Yeah. Okay. Rick, positive, please, mate. Um, positive
2: from the Everton game. There was one, Rhys James. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And. Positive from Wolves. There was two: Rhys James and Pulisic. Okay. And just touch on the winning goal for Wolves. Um, And going back to my point about tactical naivety. That's the only thing I can pick a hole in in terms of tactical naivety for me we should have just took the draw there it yeah. was late in the day with just take the draw leave enough men back so you don't get caught on the break what it smacked me as being so similar to was away to West Ham last season and losing three two yeah. right at the end breakaway corner yeah. it was the same yeah. thing and that yeah. That annoyed me if they would have scored a 30-yard screamer in the top corner. I would have just gone, "Ah, well, there's nothing you can do about that. I think we should have took the point because when you look back at last season and the West Ham game away, not taking the point, that cost us third place. Mm -hmm. We would have finished third place if we would have got a point in that game because it was towards the end of the season. Um, It annoyed me a little
1: bit. This is meant to be a positive. That, <laughs> that's the only criticism
2: Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh he's, he's fallen. Yes. When is the Pulisic Giovanna swapped? <laughs> oh, I just saw a finger shake then from him. We can't hear you, mate. Oh, you <laughs> lost me. I've fallen. Oh, I you're, back. Again. you're back. Oh, I think I heard no. the word Pulisic in there. Yeah, that,
2: that was. That was golden nugget central that was. That was brilliant stuff and you just all missed it and you're never gonna know what I've said now. Because now I'm gonna sulk and just sit here in silence for the rest well, of the podcast. All time. I all I
0: know is he didn't even answer the question, he just skipped negatives.
1: Oh no <laughs> yeah. it wasn't, no, hang on he a started minute. No, He right, started, right, so, so, he said Reese James and Pulisic and then he had Hang round. on
2: <laughs> Hang on. So so Everton was Reese James, Yeah. Wolves was Reese James and Pulisic. Yeah, And then I was going back to the point of uh, going for the winner in the Wolves game from the corner. And I said, it was tactical naivety. He <laughs> should have left men back. Oh, so we should have that had that back. To- oh, Still okay. not a positive. Well, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was a positive. i give you Rich James twice and pull us it.
1: All right. Well, for me, I think the, the biggest positive I can take from it is, it's, it's fucking December. It's not even Christmas yet. Yeah. There's a lot of football left to play.
0: And we didn't you know, start the season um, until September. So, oh really, God,
1: we don't this, look this until... Team, we're not halfway through, better. are we? It's yeah, going to get I better. Think. No, we're a third. One third of the Premier League season. We're through. still in the FA Cup. We won the Champions League group. We're into the knockouts there. You know, we've got time before the knockouts to get our, our players back fit, hopefully. So, you know, the, the the, 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 for me, the biggest positive is I'd rather, I'd rather lose two games in a row now than in the running. In yeah. May, when we're pushing... April, when we're pushing for potentially top yeah. four or should. latter stages yeah. of Champions League or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, yeah if
0: we're going to have bad karma, I want it now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, Rick, I just wanted to add to your not-so-positive point about <sighs> trying, to, trying to get the winner. I, I, actually positive, felt, actually. I actually felt like the last sort of 10 minutes of the game um, against Wolves, I actually felt like we were the wounded beast. And they smelt blood. And it felt yeah. like I actually wanted it to be the other way around. I wanted us to be pressuring them. in that defensive third. They scored yeah. at a good time. Yeah, I don't actually
2: up. I don't I wouldn't actually say they really overly looked like scoring, if I'm being honest. And it kind of I think it shook us a little bit. And I don't think we ever recovered from conceding that goal. No. And that really, really put the impetus into them and they really went for it and mm. and you've got to when you're in a game like that every point's crucial and he yeah. should have i love him i don't want him to go anywhere I, I want him to stay i want him to get better as a manager and he will get better and i want him to be our manager for the next 10 15 20 years if possible but he got it wrong there he should he should have made sure there was enough people back. I understand, I understand us having a corner at the end and Mendy going forward. That's fine because we've already conceded the second goal by then. Yeah, but yeah. it's one of it's not like we're losing the game. There's something to hang on to and just yeah. be, not even hang on to. Just be wary that you might get caught out at the corner. So don't commit too many bodies forward. Yeah, it's I mean, happened I mean, last I mean, season. You'd like to think he'd learnt the lesson from the West Ham game. So so at the time That we is a criticism
1: that, for me. At the criticism. time we conceded that second goal, we did have eight bodies in the box, I think. Like, we were, we were there. You know, we were, we were there. We, that Neto just dropped his shoulder and put two or three of us, sent him for out-dog.
2: Yeah, th- that was the first goal, though. The first goal, you can't really argue with. That was a very good goal, the first goal. He's, he's fainted a couple of times. He sold them both a dream and he scored. It was
1: very Hazard-esque.
2: But The first one i don 't think Zuma does enough for me. He stands the guy up for the second goal um, it 's obvious what the guy 's going to do he 's only got one place to go he 's going down that he 's going down the line and he 's only going to shoot across the goalie um,
1: yeah.
2: that 's the only thing he can do you 've got to show him inside onto his weaker foot, but he doesn 't He shows him outside and he just yeah. jockeys him for about twenty yards. And yeah. I'm just thinking, just put a fucking
1: tackle in or do yeah, something. Yeah,
2: the just right.
1: stand
2: yeah, get something. Yeah. yeah. Trace, do you, do you
1: think? Um, do you think we were a lot on the offensive enough in the last ten minutes, or like me, do you think it was a bit more of we were the wounded beast at that point?
0: I, I think. I think the minute they scored, we like everything just stopped, and it just felt like it was all very slow motion, and like the game was never going to end, and yet we all knew how it was going to end by that point, and because that was. Mm kind of what we were watching and yeah I think we've got a bit about us still from last season where the, the minute we start losing a game the heads go down and I, oh. <laughs> go I
1: thought you were going to say something different I thought you were going to say that we seem to when, when we go one nil up we have a tendency to take our foot of the gas, and we, we do that as well. Out.
0: Yeah, we do that as well. But but I don't think so much this season in in terms of when we've scored first. Mm. I think I don't think so much that. But I do think when when we start losing a game, um, there's been glimmers of what was going on last season, where literally the heads go down. But mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't say it is through lack of trying as much. I just think yeah, the last two games have just been.
1: Mm. Yeah. 17 games unbeaten yeah. for, two, for, for all but two of those 17 unbeaten our expected goals scored was significantly higher than our expected goals conceded last two games mm. they've been the other way around we've, we've, we've expected goals scored has been zero point something we, we don't look like scoring um, so we've said mm, the start of the podcast. incisiveness and creativity I think and we need to in my opinion press higher up the pitch again yeah. A bit more full-on. So, um, this round of fixtures, um, we obviously play on Monday as well. So, tonight, we're recording this on Thursday night. United are playing. Um, if United win that, we could drop to seventh. Um, if City win their game in hand, eighth. So, well, it could, worse,
0: think, it could have been it worse. It could have been
1: worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. But although... You know, things can change quickly, as we said, didn't we? Mm. You know, six points off the top, two points off the top four. It's no very issue. It's still, very got, still got a long way to go. Um, but at what point do we start looking over our shoulder instead of up? Because City and Wolves and West Ham are all within a couple of points of us. If, if we lose on Monday
0: to West Ham, I think we are, that's when we are going to be looking over our shoulder instead of, uh, in front of what's going on in front. That's my that's my personal opinion. I think now West Ham is a must-win game, and yeah. they, they are on fine form. Boys has got them ticking. Antonio yeah. is particularly scary, and he's going to be back. Um, I I genuinely think if we if we lose to West Ham with the run of fixtures we've got coming up, that's when. Uh, and you know, I think I think City United.
1: And then we've got Arsenal next, where then that would
2: bring them
1: into the game. So, yeah, I don't know, Rick. Um, Are you still looking at the teams above us, or are you starting to look over your shoulder at the team below us?
2: There's not a point where I'm going to be looking over our shoulder. I don't believe that. Good man. I don't believe that at all. I think even I don't. I don't don't believe he doesn't believe that. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe, you don't believe that, he doesn't believe that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see a scenario where we don't win on Monday.
0: Oh, well, that's good. But then I'm happy, then I don't need to worry, do I?
2: That's not even... That's not even. I'm, I'm thinking about how many points that we need out of these next four games in this crucial period. If we can get... Nine, ten points out of these four games. I think that's a good return.
1: Yeah, especially if we see teams above yeah, like drop yeah, points. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those years where you know teams will drop points.
2: People are going to be dropping points every week. It's going to be topsy turvy until it gets a bit later on in the season, and then you'll start seeing a few gaps appearing here and there. Oh.
0: Yeah, I think mm. it's way too early to say like what's going to, you know, how you think things are going to end because we've got more reason, than enough
2: quality. More there's so me.
0: much uncertainty in results and and you know, seems that you're you're betting on every week, you know, are screwing you over a bit. So, um yeah, I don't I don't think anything is a given as I said earlier. So I actually do think that You know, as much as I say, I think, and I do believe that if we lose to West Ham on Monday, I do think we are going to start looking at who's coming up behind us. But I'm not saying that that's like ready for everyone to have a meltdown about it, you know, because anything can still happen. As you've rightly said, we're a third of the way through the season and we have got our injured players to come back and we will look better.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think we need to go into any more detail or any more pick, pick any more particular bones from uh, from that game, unless there's anything that's been said to this point, guys. Anything anything to add? No,
0: I want to forget about it.
1: Yeah, we just move on. Yeah, that's let's it. move on. We just move on. There's a lot more football to play. Can we beat West Ham? Of course we can. We're fucking Chelsea. I
0: think we can. So... I think the timing the timing of it with the with the now the time we've got in between, I think is is it, it has fallen correctly for us. At the yeah. right time. So I'm, I'm, I'm positive
1: about Monday. Good. Good, good. Right, well, thank you both. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Even when Thanks the topic isn't me. as fun as, uh, you know, 4-0 win or something.
0: Well, no, it's part and part of the game, isn't it? You win some, you <laughs> lose some. So.
1: <laughs> you li- literally, and, and you occasionally draw, you know. Yeah, that is, it's, it's, it's literally football, isn't it? It's literally yeah. football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we'll obviously be back after the West Ham game. Um, thank you to we've got a few new followers and stuff on Twitter so thanks to them hopefully you're listening in Um, look forward to engaging with you all a bit more Um, thanks to everybody who is listening still um, speaking to us on Twitter Um, we're going to continue to do our best to make Twitter a happier place for Chelsea fans Um, we've touched on at the start of this touched on sort of the Lone Army um, the development squad and the Chelsea women's team. Um, just a shout out to Care for Youth. If you want updates on the Lone Army and the um, the development squad and how how they're all getting on, check check out Care for Youth on Twitter. And um, friend of the pod, Dean Mears, uh, has got a podcast. Um, yeah. T- uh, went to Mo King's Meadow.
0: That's right. Um,
1: so if you want a, a much more detail and insight on the women's game, check out uh, his account on Twitter, which I think is Mo King's Meadow, and his podcast. Um, went to Mokins Meadow So They're doing bits At the moment The women Yeah
0: They're doing really squ- well
1: Development squad are doing bits Our job well, to follow now um, Minus
0: Well Minus
1: Dunny water. <laughs> I'd have done the same as him I've done worse If i <sighs> Oh, I'd have done worse. That, that challenge was awful. Oh, uh, but I just can't help
0: thinking every time his name comes up in the headlines, it's not for a good reason.
1: Is it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 2020 has been a bad year for for everyone, but 2018 to 2020 has been pretty bad for Danny Drinkwater. Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> so, on, on, on that note, <laughs> sorry. Thanks again. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's you know, Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah. Um, at least there's no one shooting youth players with a bloody air rifle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quality memory though, <now>, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Right, thank you to everybody. Look forward to speaking to you soon. And keep the blue flag flying high. Keep the
0: blue flag flying high.